0: Welcome to this week's presentation with Scott Toole. We are thrilled to have you joining us as we gain insight from God's Word. Now, speaking from Rosedale Baptist Church in Baltimore, Maryland, here's Pastor Toole. Well, let's say our Bibles turn to Luke chapter 5, the book of Luke chapter 5. As you're turning there, uh, I want to congratulate Abram and Anna Grace Miller. Uh, they sang a duet. Uh, Two Sundays ago, two Sunday mornings, I'm looking this way because I know they're here somewhere. But anyway, uh, Abram and Anna Grace, two went out, three came back. Uh, We want to congratulate them for the addition of Laurel Gray, their first child. Let's give them a big hand. They're right back here in the back. Uh, And be in prayer for Laurel, that God blesses her uh, and grows her and keeps her safe. Uh, Congratulations, uh, Abram and Anna Grace. Uh, And then also I heard Tyler Schumann is up here. He uh, graduated... Uh, not from an easy road or an easy path. He's up here somewhere. Or, or what? Uh, um, oh, Tyler. Good, good. From Paris Island right up here. Graduated from basic training in the Marines, which is a big deal. We're proud of Tyler. And wanted to say congratulations to Tyler and to the Schumann family. Uh, we're in Luke chapter 5. We're going to pick up where we left off, as we always do, in verse number 12 uh, of Luke chapter 5. Uh, Let's look at it together. Verse number 12. Luke chapter 5, verse number 12. It's good if I'm in the right. I was in Matthew. In verse number 12, look at it. Uh, And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, or check this out, or make sure you don't miss this, there's something to learn from this. Behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And he put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will, be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him, and he charged him to tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest, and offer for thy cleansing, according as Moses commanded, for a testimony unto them. But so much the more went there a fame abroad of him. And a great multitude came together to hear, to hear him uh, and to be healed by him uh, of their infirmities. And, and Lord, we do pray that uh, you'll take this word, your word, the word of your grace that's able to build us up, uh, a piece of all scripture that is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, uh, do that in our life, for reproof, uh, do that in my heart, for uh, correction and instruction in righteousness. And Lord, I do pray that Uh, and eternal work will be done because of your word, because of your son. God will give you the praise. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And behold, a man full of leprosy. Put down point number one, if you will. The leper's condition. The leper's condition. Uh, Physically, leprosy starts pretty innocently. It's a dark spot underneath the skin. Uh, Initially, it doesn't look like much, but but very rapidly, very quickly, it'll spread. Uh, it attacks the nervous system uh, to the point that, now, it's Hansen's disease today. Uh, biblical leprosy was much more contagious, uh, much more deadly, much more uh, destructive. Uh, it would attack the nervous system, and that's where a lot of disfigurement, a lot of the appendages would, would, would disappear uh, because you wouldn't be able to feel that, 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 that poke from a pen, uh, and that poke becomes a puncture. Uh, you wouldn't be able to feel that, that cut, that cut from a knife, and, and that cut becomes a That uh, You wouldn't be able to feel that, that, that abrasion or that, that bruise, and that becomes a broken bone. It, it attacks the nervous system, uh, and to the point that advanced stages of that, gangrene, uh, amputation, uh, a piece of a nose off, and ear falling off, wasn't uncommon for the severity of that leprosy uh, in that day uh, inevitably, uh, gradually, it would cause death. Uh, the body cankered and, and pussed and diseased and deformed. Uh, that's physically. Now, now socially, immediately isolation. Uh, because it was so contagious in that day, the leper wouldn't be allowed to come into the city uh, except under certain circumstances. And so uh, immediately isolation, uh, immediately seclusion. Uh, Immediately, uh, almost being an outcast living in a shanty outside of town, uh, in fact, the leper, Leviticus chapter 13, 14, 15 describes uh, the leper, if he did come into town, would have to call out if he sees someone coming, unclean, unclean, to give warning to that person. Uh, and then the leper would have to cross the street to be able to keep a hundred foot distance uh, between them uh, and the one that uh, wasn't uh, a, a leper because of the contagiousness of it. Can you imagine uh, the family that you so love out of love you distance from them? Uh, the community that you worked in, uh, the community that you interacted in, uh, no longer welcome in. Uh, that fellowship of believers where you serve, where you uh, ministered, now uh, avoiding them, uh, having to call out unclean, you're a leper, you're contagious, you're an uh, outcast, you're uh, isolated, you're defiled. Can you even begin to imagine the leper's condition? John Merrick, born in Leicester, England in 1862, suffered a severe bone and skin disorder, progressively grotesquely disfiguring him. His mom left when he was three years old. In fact, she left him on the steps of a workhouse. Uh, When someone did take him in, uh, it was only to be exploited and used as a carnival sideshow. Quite literally, uh, he traveled with a circus uh, simply to let people see the grotesqueness of his deformity. Uh, In the story of The Elephant Man, uh, John Merrick, Uh, His heart so hurting, he would cry out at times, I am not a monster. I am not a monster. I'm a man. I'm sure the lepers of that day must have felt the same way as they're excluded, as they're uh, isolated, as they're they're, they're, they're put out of town. Uh, Today, sanitariums. In in fact, uh, the Talmud would say that you're able, if you see a leper coming, to try to repel him, to pick up rocks and, and throw at him. And so physically, gradually, inevitably death, socially, immediately, this is a leper's condition, uh, isolated, but spiritually, irrefutably unclean. The word that you would have heard the most, the word that you would have said the most is that word unclean, unclean. Uh, can you imagine when that bruise starts to spread that it's not a mole, it's not just a bruise, there's something more than that. And when the priest pronounces Leprosy, uh, unclean. Why spiritually, leprosy has always been a sign or a type of sin. Miriam struck with leprosy because of sin. Gehazi struck with leprosy because of sin. Uzziah struck with leprosy because of sin. The law ceremonially would have that leper be an outcast. You couldn't interact with the things of God. And so socially isolated a family removed religiously on the outside looking in. And so the leper's condition couldn't have been worse. By the way, look at verse number 12 again. It's not just leprosy. It's not just leprosy. Look at it, verse number 12. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy. Not a spot on his body that's not pussed and running, and oozing full filled full of leprosy not a spot on his body that's not gang or deformed or or a knob that used to be a finger or a stub that used to be a foot that leprosy had so invaded his body he, he's not at the first stage he, he's not at the, the middle stages boy he has full blown and by the way there was no known cure for leprosy. Uh, There wasn't even a prognosis for how to limit it or slow it. The inevitable doctor's prognosis would be isolation isolation, and eventual death. That's the leper's condition. Put down point number two, if you will, the leper's coming. The leper's coming to Christ. It's in Mark chapter 1, the synoptic of Mark, that parallel gospel uh, filling in more details about this event that that leper that man filled full with leprosy verse 40 says and there came a leper to him listen well he didn't spend his life wastefully I'm I'm a victim he didn't spend his life wastefully I can't help myself he he didn't spend his life wastefully saying I can't climb out of what I'm in He spent his life wisely ignoring the criticisms and ignoring the prohibitions and coming to the one man that could change it all, the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, he didn't live as a victim. He looked for the victor, Jesus Christ, that could change it all. In fact, he came underneath that right. He came knowingly, knowingly. Uh, Everyone knew only one person could cleanse leprosy, and that's God. That's God. Uh, Only God could do that. In fact, Naaman the leper, that, that captain of the host, that, that hero of the armies of Syria, had a servant girl said, would to God that Naaman were in Israel, there's a prophet there, to cure him of leprosy. In fact, he went to the king of Israel, and the king of Israel thought he was trying to trap him, and he said, am I God? Am I God that I should recover the leper from his disease? Am I God? Only God can transform That and the leper coming to the Lord Jesus Christ knew only God, uh, only God can help, Uh, only God can can change that. He Jesus is God. He came knowingly. Put down number two. He also came reverentially. He he came knowingly, knowing that Jesus is God. In fact, Mark 1, verse 40, six times he references the centrality of Jesus. Well, he's the only healer, the only one that can do that. Verse number 40. And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou, six times, thou canst make me clean. Hey, make no mistake, he wasn't coming uh, for help medicinally or modern medicine. Uh, he was coming, he knew full well, Messiah, God, Jesus Christ, is the only one that can heal me and trans. Form me, came knowingly, came reverentially. Look at verse 12. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus, look at him, fell on his face. Fell on his face and besought him. You know, there's two parts of worship in reverence uh, to the Lord. The first part is exalting him. And when we exalt him, automatically we have a humbling of self. Automatically. Boy, if you're coming in and going through the motions of church and leaving, still criticizing other people in the church, you're doing it wrong. If you're coming in, and well, they don't sing the way I sing, and I would have chosen these songs, or those, why why, why that? If you're coming in and going through the motions, but you still have pride, only by pride cometh contention. Boy, if you're thinking you're exalting him, but you're not humbling self, there's a problem because automatically, uh, remember when the year King Uzziah died, Isaiah said, I saw also the Lord high and lifted up. His train filled the temple. Uh, the angels cry, holy, holy, holy. Then said, I, woe is me, for I am undone. Woe is me. Uh, I dwell among a, a people. Uh, I, I speak with unclean, unclean lips. Boy, as you exalt and worship the Lord, automatically uh, you end up humbling yourself. He came knowingly, Jesus is God. He came reverentially, uh, understanding that as he exalts him, that also humbles himself. Matthew 8:2 Behold, there came a leper and worshiped him, falling on his face, worshiped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. Remember Bartimaeus Uh, was sitting, he was begging, he was blind. Uh, He heard a commotion, Jesus, his entourage coming by. When he asked who it was, someone says, It's Jesus of Nazareth. It's Jesus of Nazareth. Now understand, that's a derogatory term because can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Jesus of Nazareth, that kind of a dirty town, small town, hick town, uh, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? Bartimaeus said, Jesus, thou son of David. Hey, he's not Jesus of Nazareth to me, Bartimaeus said. He's the king the son of David. He's the king of kings, the son of David. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And he exalted the Lord, and he at the same time humbled himself. Have mercy. Have mercy. Came knowingly. Came reverentially. Put down number three, he came believingly. Believingly. Look at verse 12 again. We saw the leper's condition Uh, Eventual death, that degradation, that that disease, that that pus, the running sores, that deformity, that disfigurement, Uh, and now uh, the Lord, the leper is coming. Look at it came believingly twelve, and it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fall on his face, besought him, saying, "Lord, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean." If you will, you can. If you will, you can. There's no doubt, Lord, that you can. I know that you can. Uh, He's able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. There's no question that he can. His question is, will he? Will he? Does he want to? Does he have a will to heal me? Uh, I know he's able. I know he he can save from the fire with his mighty hand. But even even if you don't, And so here he is saying, well, I know you can, I know you can, and if you will, if you will, I know that you can make me whole. He came knowingly. He came reverentially. He came believingly. Put down number four, he came honestly. He came honestly. Look at verse number 12 again. He said, if thou wilt, thou canst, you can make me clean, clean, clean. Listen, he didn't fix up, clean up, dress up, try to cover up. He came honestly to the Lord. The word he heard the most, unclean, I'm unclean, I'm a sinner. I'm defiled, I'm diseased, I'm, I'm, I'm unclean. And so he came to the Lord honestly saying, I'm unclean, I need to be cleansed. They that behold need not a physician, or at least they don't realize how sick, how degraded, how sinful, how much in need they are. Uh, and so not only come knowingly, believingly, reverentially, hey, we need to come honestly to the Lord. He could care less what anyone said. He knew where the healing was, the Lord Jesus Christ, and he came honestly. Uh, by the way, there is a difference between healing and cleansing. Uh, when the Lord sent out the disciples, he said, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers. Heal the sick, cleanse Cleanse the lepers. Uh, The difference is leprosy had so invaded your entire body, you don't need to just be healed, you need to be cleansed. And for us, spiritually, where the way we're cleansed, the way we're cleansed, and we're in the same condition. Leprosy, a picture of sin, that's where we are. Isaiah 64, we are all as an unclean thing. Isaiah 64, we are all as an unclean thing. Unclean thing, all our righteousness is as filthy rags. Bible commentators say that's referencing the rags hung on the limbs of trees outside the gate of the city. Uh, A leper in extreme circumstances could come, of course, crying out, keeping his distance. But before he did, he would have to take that rag and wipe off the ooze and wipe off the gangrene and wipe off the pus and then put that, that rag back on that limb as he went into town quickly, did his business and came back out. The next leper coming to that gate taking that same rag, uh, doing that same thing with that now crusted over, now, now that, that kind of a brittle and, uh, and cracked kind of a rag, wiping off the ooze and wiping off the pus and wiping off those running sores. And the Bible describes us as we are all as an unclean thing. All our righteousness at best is as those filthy rags. No wonder Romans 3 says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. No wonder Romans 3 says, there's none righteous, no, not one. None of us are good enough to make it to heaven without the Lord Jesus Christ. And so the leper's condition was horrific. The leper's coming, he came, he came to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's the blood of Jesus Christ that cleanses us from all sin. And so once again, six times, boy, it was about coming to him, beseeching him, kneeling down to him, saying to him, if you will, you can, only him, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none of the name given among men under heaven, whereby we must be saved. I think two things are interesting. I think we have the same challenge the leper did. We have no doubt that he can forgive us and cleanse us and save us. We don't have any question about that. He can, he can, but will he? Pastor, you don't know how far I've fallen. You don't know the life I've lived. You don't know the depths of depravity I've been in. I understand that he was full of leprosy, but I understand my Lord is full of mercy, full of compassion, full of love and where sin doth abound, grace doth much more abound. Where that leper, we need to realize we're unclean. We're unclean. We're sinful. And for someone that says, I know he can forgive me, but will he? Will he forgive me? God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. By the way, check out the number of people that came to Christ, whether they're blind or deaf or Mute or lepers, not one person was ever turned away. He that cometh to me, I will in no wise cast out. And so it's not a matter of, uh, are you a little cleaner than the next person? Or how unclean? Or how clean are you? We're all in the same boat. Uh, And the answer for all of us is only the Lord Jesus Christ. I think the leper uh, would have had that song in his heart, Just as I am without one plea. But that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. I come, just as I am, and waiting not to rid my soul of one dark blot, to thee whose blood can cleanse each spot. O Lamb of God, I come. I come. Listen, if you've hesitated, or you're hesitating to throw yourself on the mercy of the court, To throw yourself on the mercies of Christ. Hey, don't wait. Uh, His love and his grace and his compassion are so big. Boy, it's just as you are. You don't have to join a church and then come. Get baptized, then come. Clean up your act and then come. You come to Christ. You come to Christ just as you are. By the way, Christians, please don't sing just as I am. If you're not willing for sinners to come just as they are. Well, it's not a perfect place. Yeah, I get it. I'm here. You're here. We're all sinners. Well, well it's not everything that it should be. It's not perfectly. There, there's problems. There, there's challenges here or, or, or there. And understand, in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. Paul said, Paul said, Romans chapter 9. And if that's the case for Paul, I guarantee you that's the case here. But understand, all of us should be coming to the Lord Jesus Christ, saying, I can't. You can. I come to you. So he came knowingly. He came reverentially. He came believingly. He came honestly. That's the the leper's condition. Horrific. Uh, The leper's coming. That was wise. Put down number three. The leper's cry. The leper's cry. Look at verse number 12. And it came to pass when he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, besought him, cried out to him. By the way, this wouldn't be the clear tones of a blind Bartimaeus whose eyes were blind, but his voice was clear. Uh, Jesus, uh, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Uh, It wouldn't have had those clear tones because that leprosy was was affecting his entire body. That leprosy was eating away uh, the flesh. His larynx and his voice box would have already been affected. At best, it would have been raspy. Jesus, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy, cleanse me of my leprosy. Boy, his cry may not have been clear, but it absolutely would have been heartfelt. And so the leper's condition, we're in that condition. The leper's coming. He came to the only one that could cure that leprosy, the Lord God, Jesus Christ. And the leper's cry, the leper's cry. Well, I know you can but will you? Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15 talks about our compassionate, our merciful, uh, our our grace-filled Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why the next verse says, let us therefore come boldly because of His grace, because of His mercy, because of His care that He has for us. Let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. We know that he wants to, that he's willing to. That's why we run to the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen, what you believe about God is the most important thing about you. What you believe about God is the most important thing about you. And instead of projecting an earthly father's attributes is he Hard Is he uh, demeaning? Is he uh, heavy-handed? Rather than projecting that on God, realize he's merciful, he's gracious, uh, he's a caring, heavenly Father. Therefore, where the leper knew, the leper knew there was only one place to go. Put down number four quickly. We have the leper's condition, the leper's coming, the leper's cry. Put down number four, the Lord's compassion. Uh, The Lord's compassion, though the leper was full of leprosy, the Lord was full of compassion. Uh, Look at verse number 13. And he put forth, wait a second, the leper has come to him, the leper is crying out to him, Uh, and he put forth his hand and did the unthinkable. Can you picture the disciples leaning away from this leper? Uh, The religious, the Pharisees, picking up stones to repel that leper. Well, he should be going away. He should be crying out unclean. He should be outside of the city. But he's coming to Christ, asking the Lord Jesus Christ to heal him. Look at it. And he put forth his hand, and while everyone else was avoiding him, the Lord Jesus Christ did just the opposite. He was reaching out instead of running away. He was opening up his arms instead of turning his back. Uh, and here uh, he reached out his hand and uh, there's not a place on his body that's not cankered. There's not a place on his body that's not gangrened. There's not a place on his body that's not oozing and pus filled. No place that Christ could have touched where he wouldn't have touched that. You say, now wait a second, didn't Christ heal him? Yeah, but not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Before he cleansed him, before he healed him, he touched him. Well, aren't you glad we have a loving Heavenly Father and a gracious Savior that no matter how bad we are, well, he loves us so much, he opens his arms wide to embrace us. For both he that sanctifieth and they, are, they who are sanctified are all one, for the which cause he's not ashamed to call us brethren. He's not ashamed to touch us. He's not ashamed to be affiliated with us. He's not ashamed to connect with us. by wrapping his arms around us, his heart around us, wrapping his love around him. Before he ever healed him, well, he touched him. In fact, it's to the point that God's not ashamed to be called their God. Now, it's interesting to me that last chapter, remember when uh, he was trying to highlight the importance of his word, the demonic, he didn't touch the demonic, he simply said, come out of him, come out of him, uh, be healed. Simply said, as he highlighted the importance of his word, here he's highlighting the depths of his love, highlighting the depths of his compassion. And so before he ever says, says, speaks healing, he touches that leper connecting with that leper. It's almost like the prodigal son's father who saw the prodigal yet a great way off. His father saw him, had compassion on him, ran to him, fell on his neck and and kissed him. That prodigal that was eating after the swine, smelling bad, living in sin, wasting it all, coming back, the father not only fell on him to embrace him out of love, Uh, But a rebellious son would have been stoned. He also fell on him and embraced him out of protection from those stones that would be flying, that criticism that would have been coming. Uh, Again, please don't sing just as I am. If you're not willing for sinners to come just as they are. The leper, full of leprosy. The Lord, full of compassion. Joseph Damien was a missionary in the 19th century to Molokai, Hawaii. It was a leper colony, a little island where all the lepers were were placed. Uh, Those lepers, those uh, ones afflicted with leprosy, learned and grew to love Pastor Joseph. Uh, Pastor Joseph had no fear. He closed the gap. Uh, Pastor Joseph didn't keep his distance, but he closed that that gap, loving on and embracing and ministering to. Uh, In fact, every sermon he ever preached, he would start out by saying, my fellow Christians, My fellow believers, we're family, we're one here. My fellow Christians, my fellow believers, in fact, he ministered to the lepers so personally that one morning when he was boiling water, he had some water splash on his foot, almost naturally recoiling when it hit his foot, he realized in horror he didn't feel a thing. Boy, the the thing that he feared the most uh, he went down with a pen to just confirm, and, and yes, no sensation, that, that no, no feeling at all. Uh, he had contracted uh, that leprosy of those people that he ministered to so often. Hey, he didn't miss a beat. He didn't change his schedule. He didn't quit and go home. He loved them so much. That morning when he approached the pulpit and he greeted the crowd, he didn't say, my fellow believers or my fellow Christians. He said, my fellow lepers, my fellow lepers. Boy, isn't that how Christ was with us? Uh, he, uh, he, uh, He knew no sin. He knew no sin. He who knew no sin was made to be sin for us. He who knew no sin, the one that never ever sinned, on the cross, the Lord laid on him the iniquity of us all. And so, yes, he was made in the likeness of man. He also had the sins of man poured on him. He could lift his arms and say, My fellow, and I don't want to take anything away from the impeccability of Christ, the holiness of Christ. No, he had no sin in him, but he had a whole lot of our sin poured on him. And he loved us so much, he was willing To drink it all. Put down number five. The leper's condition. The leper's coming. The leper's calling. The Lord's compassion. And, And then number five, the Lord's cure. The Lord's cure. Look at verse number 13. And he put forth his hand and touched him. That leopard, pus, oozing, running sores. That deformity, disfigurement of a body. And touched him saying, here it is. I will be thou clean And immediately the leprosy departed from him. Now look at the next verse. And he charged him, tell no man, but go and show thyself to the priest. Show yourself to one man, to one, and offer for thy cleansing according to Moses, as Moses commanded, for a testimony to all. Show yourself to one as a testimony to all. Now what are you supposed to do? Uh, Offer what Moses commanded in the law, two turtle doves, in an earthen vessel, uh, with hyssop and scarlet, Rang the neck, kill that first turtle dove, shed the blood, pour the blood into that earthen, earthen vessel, and with that living turtle dove, dip that living turtle dove in the blood and release it to fly away. Uh, if that first turtle dove could rise from the dead, be resurrected, they would have only had to use one, but it's pointing to the earthen vessel. He was made in the likeness of man. Uh, that, that blood, that, that hyssop, that, that scarlet. Uh, he shed his blood. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. But then, that second turtle dove dipped in and, and released, flying away, the Lord rose from the dead and ascended in the clouds to heaven. It's basically the Lord saying, The gospel, the gospel. Hey, I'm not starting a healing ministry, he said. It's the gospel, the gospel. Every blessing we ever had derived from flows out of the death, the burial, the resurrection of Christ, the gospel. It's interesting. And we're going to get to Leviticus 13 and 14 eventually. We're in Exodus, the end of that. Uh, But the law says a whole lot about leprosy. It says how to diagnose it, how to regulate it, how to recognize it, how to isolate it, uh, how to seclude yourself from it. But nowhere in the law does it tell you how to change it or transform it or to cure it. And it tells the same thing, tells us about the law for us, gives us great insight. The law defines sin and distinguishes sin and and declares sin, but the law is powerless to correct sin. For what the law could not do in that it was weak to the flesh... God sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh and for sin, condemned sin in the flesh. For by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified. For the law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did. Christ in you, the hope of glory. The law made nothing perfect, but the bringing in of a better hope did. Boy, we need to get to the point where the law is our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ. To bring us to Christ. A a church is basically a leper colony, (laughs) the church is. Because we all, all of us, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. There's only two categories, uh, unsaved sinners and saved sinners. Uh, Unsaved sinners and saved sinners. Uh, And the Lord says, come to me just as you are. Well, I'll touch you, I'll embrace you, I want to be connected with you, affiliated with you. Well, he did all of that before he changed him and healed him. We don't get baptized and then come to Christ. We don't clean up our act and then come to Christ. We come to Christ and then he's the one that cleans up our act. Number six, and we're done, the leper's courage. The leper's courage. Mark chapter 1 but he went out and began to publish it much and to blaze abroad the matter. That's why 15, but so much the more went there a fame abroad of him and a great multitude came together to hear and to be healed by him of their infirmities. Listen, uh, we're almost church religion, almost like a, a leper trying to cover it, uh, trying to uh, ignore it, trying to deny it, trying to, to fix it. Uh, we're like those lepers when, when we really can't do anything about it except come to the one who can, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, if you've never come to the Lord Jesus Christ for salvation, uh, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. But if you have yet to come to Christ, well, you can't fix it up, clean it up. Uh, you can't cover it up. Let's just be honest. We're all sinners. But there's are sinners that have come to Christ been saved, transformed, and there's sinners who have not. And that is today's message. We invite you to tune in next time with Scott Toole as he presents another message from Rosedale Baptist Church. For more information about today's presentation or about the ministries of Rosedale Baptist Church, go online to rosedalebaptist.org. That's rosedalebaptist.org join us again next time as we study the Bible chapter by chapter, verse by verse.